Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Bottom Line. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Austin Sports Talk Leader. AM 1300 The Zone. Let's go! It's the dawn of a new day in the greatest city in America. Greatest college town in America. Austin, Texas, baby. Love our college students. And, of course, they never leave. Why would they? I got hardball hard here. That's what's up. Nunchucks of Truth Tuesday. Yes, sir. Salty Sweeney is in the house, Trojan woman. What's up, Salty? What's up with you? How are you Trojans? I don't know. Probably regular. <laughs> regular? Not, uh... Not really in it to win it, but not out of it either. Okay. Like it, like it. Would ribbed be in it to win it? What? Come on! Oh, That's so. What? It's wrong. Shut up, for. Chip. That's ridiculous. Nunchucks of Truth Tuesday. Is that how we're gonna start things off? Arch? I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that. I mean, come on, man. You All set right. it up and then you knock it down yourself. <laughs> I just sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you just gotta. Uh, he's in it to win. It. You just gotta swing. Swing, uh, bada bada. Everybody's getting wet today. <clears throat> That's right. Literally, because it is raining outside again. Again. Oh, who got their car detailed over the weekend? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I, I have, got mine washed yesterday, so, you know, good thing that there's the 24-hour, 48-hour rule. Yeah, except now the car washes aren't allowed to give out car washes anymore. Yeah, the water. the water issue. Oh. Your car can't drink the water. I thought you could use it. You just can't consume it. For a fine. Oh, gotcha. Got it. Are we having fun yet? Always. With this water boiling thing? Again, I live in Pflugerville, so we're not under the same. Oh, you get to drink all the water you want. All huh? day. All day. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm like salty. I'm, I'm a snob when it comes to water, so plastic bottles it is for me. Yeah, I made my coffee with uh, bottled water this morning. See? All right. What about you there, Chipper? Oh, I boiled some water yesterday. <laughs> then I went to the store. Did you find any? No. That's why you got to start doing the cart to you. You got to start calling it in. They might be able to find some in the back and bring it to you to your car. I saw some people unloading it. Like, they had so much water. I'm like, dude, wow. are they thinking it's about to be an apocalypse? I mean, I don't understand. They're going to drink water when there's beer. Right. There's water in that. Somewhere. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. That's why I drink my Froofy LaCroix, man. Froofy? Well, they have colorful cans. <laughs> so it does make it Froofy. Taylor Esses was making fun of me. Shocker. For drinking my <laughs> LaCroix. Yeah. I think other people are making fun of you as well. well just, that's probably true. They just didn't, it just didn't give you an opportunity to understand that they're making fun of you. Thank you. <laughs> Make sure I left the room. <laughs> right. Before this they, guy drinking LaCroix. Who is he? Before they sharpened that knife and <laughs> stuck it in. Harge! Mari Cooper! Oh, wow. What does that do for you? Absolutely nothing. Say it again now. Whoa! Wow. Yeah. 
First round pick. I feel like this was the Joey Galloway trade. It's very close to that. It's very close to that. But here's the deal. I've been listening to everybody and everyone talk about this. He's only six months older than Calvin Ridley. So he's, and he's been to two Pro Bowls. So he's really, really young enough to be there. And let me ask you this. If, even if, even if they end up having a top 10 pick and they were going to go out for a wide receiver, what wide receiver stands out to you that is worthy of a top 10 pick right now out of all the college people you've seen? All right, so you're defending the, the trade. I'm just trying to make sense of it all. But, you know, when you sit and you look at it and what's out there. I'm happy for you. What is out there? I think the cockles of your heart are warm. Ah, oh, they're not that warm. They're not that warm because you keep it freezing in here. But well, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I'm going to let it slide. I got a jacket. Turn on your hot <laughs> light. I'm just curious. I think it's flickering. I think your heart light is flickering. Well, as you sit and you think, initially I was losing my mind. I'm like, what are we giving up a first-round pick for? Like, why? And then you go back and you look at, What's out there, and, and you say, okay, if they were going to go for a wide receiver, I thought I think Amari Cooper is someone that can definitely, definitely help this team. I think what's been going on in Oakland is terrible. It's terrible. We've talked about it. He is ruining David Carr because David Carr uh, cannot get the ball out of his hand. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Can you can you imagine being as dumb as Mark Davis? For giving um, for th- look, literally looking, and I'm not saying that John Gruden is the devil because he's he's Chucky, he's Chucky, <laughs> so he's pretty close. But can you imagine looking into the eyes of Chucky, a Chucky doll, mm-hmm. a crazy, insane Chucky doll, and saying, "You are the answer. You are going to lead me to the promised land." This is the same conversation we had about the Eagles hiring Chip Kelly, right? The 49ers hiring Chip Kelly. John Gruden is a nightmare. Right. Because he can't stand quarterbacks. He's an offensive-minded guy who wants to shame his quarterbacks into doing a better job, and no one does that anymore, or they shouldn't, in my opinion. And I said David Carr. I meant Derek Carr. Derek. Yeah. Who's starting to play like David? <laughs> That's because he's on his back the entire time. Right. It's like he's they've decided not to block. Do you remember when he was he was a MVP Hell, candidate? Deshaun Watson is getting treated like David Carr. <laughs> uh Deshaun, hey man, you gotta take a bus to the game. <laughs> hey man. Private you, bus though. Hey, private bus. Your your lungs might collapse on the airplane. <laughs> what? That's just because somebody's gonna tackle you hey, going down the aisle. We got you one of those like Super cool tour buses. What's that bus service that goes between here and Dallas? Mega bus. Is that the? Yeah, that's the big one. Super swanky. Yeah. Oh no, that's it's a like different a living one. room. Yeah, I forgot the name of that one, but I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's like supposed to be like so cool that you don't even realize you're on a bus. Right. Okay. Huh. Well, is that the kind of bus Deshaun Watson's? Oh, I'm sure he on? was on that. I'm sure they. Like I said, he was dragging wasn't a- his ass across Alabama and Mississippi to <laughs> yeah, Jacksonville. Exactly. And he left early. He left before the team. Go ahead. Hey, man. We don't need you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Meet us there. You're going to miss Thursday's practice, but that's okay. <laughs> you can't, just can't have your lungs collapsing on the plane. We'll Skype you in. We'll Skype you in. Okay, great. What are, what are Deshaun your th- Watson's like, 
Are you kidding me? What are your thoughts on this on this trade? Because it, it, I feel like it's rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. In Oakland or in Dallas? Oh, in Dallas. Why? Okay, why? Because I think the noise is getting so loud about Jason Garrett and Scott Linehan. I don't know if this team can block it out. I know you keep saying Lincoln Riley. I know you keep saying. No, I, I mean, I just, I'm hearing that. I'm no, not pushing no, it. No, no, I know. I know you keep bringing like, it Like, I can't believe it, but I can believe it with Jarrah. I'm just, I'm, I'm not a Jason Garrett fan, and I think this is the time. You know, people always talk about hearing different voices, different voices in the locker room, a change. You've been hearing this, this, this. Now it's time for a change, and I, I don't like people losing their job, but I totally agree. I totally agree. But if you're going to bring somebody in, you need to bring an offensive-minded. Although Jason's supposed to be offensive-minded, he's not creative-minded, though. And I don't get the sense that he controls Scott Linehan. I think Scott Linehan is one of those, like most NFL offensive coordinators, they think they're the smartest guy in the room. Right. So they're like, yeah, yeah, Jason, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, 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 I got it. And then all of a sudden he goes right out and does something. Jason's like, I told you not to do that. All right. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, circumstances, percentages, you know. No, I told you we're going to run the ball. Then so, he needs to be fired. Then yeah. Linehan needs to be right. If that's what's happening, he needs to be gone. Right. Automatic. Someone's got to be gone. Somebody has to. Someone's got to go. Because this team, although I'm not in love with it, the defense is playing right. out of its mind. Rod Marinelli. Like, how the hell did that guy not make it in Detroit? Well, it's Detroit, dog. I mean, swear. <laughs> Leighton Vander Esch? And even he's playing great. I'm, I'm having to give LVE some love. You like him. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not. I have to give him some love. LVE. In like. Yeah, you see it. It's love, LVE. See? He's doing his thing. I think you both are in like. We're definitely in like. With Leighton Vander He's showing up on tape. The Boise yeah. Bomber. Yeah, but on the offensive side, somebody's got to go down for this. <laughs> exactly. because has got to pay. Because you sit and you say, okay, like you said, Rob Marinelli is piecing this stuff together. He got – remember when the Cowboys couldn't win without Sean Lee? Vander wow. Esch is coming in and helping. Jalen Smith is coming in and yeah. helping. And they may have the best linebacking core in the NFL at this point. You're definitely in like. But I'm just saying, they're playing. I'm – Trust me, you know. I'll what you call me flip flopping like a fish on the, oh, yeah. on the boat. But I'm 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 liking what the defense is doing. No doubt about it. And we have the best player in the NFL, not named Todd Gurley and Ezekiel Elliott. Why are we having so much trouble right now? Do you know he only got me five fantasy points this week? Well, Go talk to Linehan. Go talk to Jason. That's Garrett. unacceptable. Someone's uh, getting uh, fired for that. Yeah. <laughs> that alone is getting somebody fired. Nunchucks right, the truth, baby. Nunchucks the truth Tuesday. <laughs> Texas taking on Oklahoma State. We talked Texas at six fifteen and seven fifteen. We got uh, we got Thorpe Awards semifinalists. What? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's bottom line. Brought to you by Cover. World Series starts tonight. Dodgers, Red Sox in Boston, 7-0-9. Game one. Game one. Who you got, Harch? Red Sox. I got the Red Sox. <clears throat> that, they've, been the, they've been the best team in baseball, so that's who I'm going to roll with. Like I said, I thought they were going to get clipped. 
And they didn't. They didn't. Kershaw versus Chris Sale, two lefties. It's going to be a battle. ERAs in the twos. Expect a low-scoring game, right? Wrong. They're going to be lighting people up today. It's going to be it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a very very good series. Um who goes deeper in the game tonight? I'm going to say Sale. He's coming he's coming off being sick. He had a stomach flu. Had to be pumped with IVs and all this other stuff, but I just think that that he is he's he's built for this. Kershaw, although he's built for this too, he has a tendency to get too hyped. He gets too over pitch. Yeah, he's he's throwing it hard. But uh, both offensive can swing it. But their lefties are going to have some troubles tonight on each other's lefties. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be a a good thing. Fall classic, baby. The only thing I don't like about this kind of stuff is like when you're playing in the East Coast during this time of year, it's always cold. Yeah, it's always cold. So just trying to see. But, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I'll I'll go Dodgers. I mean, uh, I'll go Red Sox. Okay. So we're gonna try to get I'm gonna try to get Cliff and uh and Chipper on to kind of get their predictions too. So let them let let them tell me who they predict. If they can't come on, I'm gonna text them and find out if we who they think is going to happen. All right, we'll uh we'll get into that in uh and what's well, what's trending and in do you care? Yes, sir. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Talk Texas at 615 and 715, but I think Dwayne wants to weigh in on the Cowboys. Dwayne! Yeah, good morning. What's going on? Hey, uh, Dallas was supposed to replace Witten and Dez Bryant in the offseason. That's why they're losing. And like I told all the Cowboys fans, because I've never been a Cowboys fan. Uh, I said, Who's your is, team, Dwayne? Uh, this is a, I don't like the NFL. Oh. But uh, they, they – uh, Don't like them. They, yeah, they, tip, they typically uh, – when they don't have one of those miracle seasons – when, you know, when they go 13 and 3, uh, 12 and 4, or something like that, then they're going to be seven, somewhere between seven to nine wins. And they can't win two games in a row. So I just automatically say, oh, they won last week. It's a guarantee they're going to lose this week. And that's exactly what they did. They lost. Because <laughs> <laughs> they can't win two games in a row. They can't get a streak, oh. a, a winning streak. And then, uh, in Sounds addition, like my son they, and they, his didn't re- they didn't replace the receiver. Or the tight end. It's over. No, that was a Pro Bowl tight end and a Pro Bowl wide receiver. You didn't replace neither one of them. And then you expect a third-year quarterback who was great his rookie year with those guys 
to be a superstar when he don't have them, and he got no name guys, and they trading for Tavon Austin, which is just a little fast scat back. He's not a, 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 a starting one or two receiver in no NFL. And, and then that was like a wasted trade to get Tavon Austin. And, and Trayvon Austin. And then you look at the team and then well, one more? way they're not winning and you put it all on the quarterback. And I said, he got sacked the other day and he fumbled, right? I, I see two defensive linemen in, the, in their goal line, in their backfield. Who, who didn't block those two guys? Because he didn't block by himself. One stripped him and one recovered the fumble. And they go, oh, that is, I mean, that, I mean, Z, I mean, that, that. It is just not, I say no. All right, all right. Dwayne's got pianos falling out of the sky, <laughs> and the Cowboys, Cowboys fans are like, make it stop. All right, all right. Enough about the Cowboys. All right, uh, Harge. Yep. Longhorns getting ready to take on another set of Cowboys, Oklahoma State. And Tom Herman yesterday talked about the fact that Sam Ellinger is going to throw between 25 and 50 passes today in full pads, see how that goes. A normal day for him throwing the football would be 75 to 80 passes. So they'll have a better idea after today, but probably not till Thursday, as to whether he can start against Oklahoma State. So Shane Bouchelle getting a lot of reps this week as well. But I think that's timely, though. Everybody thinks that Ellinger is going to be good to go. Yeah, I think that's time. <clears throat> excuse me. I think that's timely that that he's getting an opportunity to get some first team reps because you you know you got to be able to see what you have with a full week of practice, a full time. He's he's had it last week because I'm almost positive Sam didn't do anything besides hand off the football last week. So he got to work with the guys and and get that timing down because it's totally different when that energy is out there. That adrenaline starts flowing because you didn't think you were going into the game. Hey, Harch, grab your bat. Huh? He's throwing 100 now. I haven't seen it all week. I haven't seen it all week. It's all right. Get in there. Take your hacks. Come on. And then calm it down and get him get himself back in there. Now that he has had that time to get the rest and get those ment- mental reps and timing with those guys, I think you'll see a better performance if he has to play. I know that Tom Herman believes that you know, it's not a it's a plug and play offense because he can run, but he's not going to run like Sam. You know, I was watching some of these other quarterbacks the other day, some of these big time runners, and they got down. They got down when they got an open space. But the thing is, when other quarterbacks run, they run towards the outside. Sam runs through the middle where everybody is, and I think they have to be smart with the way that they run him moving forward. If they do that, then he'll be fine. But it's one one more hit. You know what I'm saying? It's just let's try to avoid him getting hit so many times during the game. Chip, I said this last week. I don't care how big and strong you are. Somebody can knock you out if they hit you in the right spot. And that's what happened. Yeah. He got sandwiched between two defenders, and his shoulder was, like, all messed up. Yeah. And that's what he said when he came to the sideline. Yeah. Uh Coach, my shoulder's all messed up. Yeah, I think he said it a little bit differently. That's why Herman, when he was saying it to everyone, he was like, he said, yeah, Coach, my sh- my shoulder's messed up. He was like, nah, Coach. My shoulder's bleeped up. I can't Bleep. move it. Bleep. I can't move it. All right, so I think, uh, I 
think Ellinger ends up playing, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. So the uh, is this a game you let him sit? No. You just run him back out there. Yeah. Okay. Run him. All right. Yeah. Not not truly run him. Just bring him back out there. Yeah. Be smart with Look, the running. The plays. play calling has got to get when you're relying on a short and intermediate passing game. That has a shelf life. Yeah. Defenses can sit on that. The more film they have, the better it's going to be. Iowa State is going to suffocate that short and intermediate passing game unless they keep adding new wrinkles, unless they start getting a push on the offensive line that they really haven't been able to consistently get in the running game. Right. Because if you look at Texas's running numbers, they're not that good. Like, Keontae Ingram is good, mm-hmm. but overall, they're not even averaging four yards a carry. That is the bare minimum standard for a, any good running team, is you need to average four yards a carry. When Texas won the national championship in 05, they averaged over six yards a carry. If you average five yards a carry, you are a really good running team. Yep. But if you can't even average four yards a carry... I don't know if I can trust you. So, that's a concern. Yeah, no doubt. That's a concern. Uh, then you need a really good field goal kicker. <laughs> we got one, I think. I mean, you know. Here we go. When last we saw Dick or the kicker. No. Well, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> a child shall leave. Oh, yeah. Come on, Harsh. Look at that <laughs> smile. Look how happy he is, people. Fantastic. All right. It's uh, Nub Chucks of Truth Tuesday right here. Brought to you by the All Night Happy Hour tonight at Cover 3. Nub Chucks of Truth Tuesday. Speaking of the Big 12, how about those uh, TCU Horn Frogs? Man. They got problems. <clears throat> Issues. So quarterback Sean Robinson's out for the rest of the season. He needs shoulder surgery. Chip explains everything. Everything, because I kept saying they're not good. He is a turnover machine. He doesn't look good. He's turning the ball over with fumbles, interceptions, and just didn't look right. Now it explains everything. Because that's the kid all of a sudden can't not play football. You know what I'm saying? He was so good in high school. He was so good when he got his opportunities. And then all of a sudden you're like, what is going on? Now we find out. Sorry to hear that for him, but it explains everything. It explains everything. And then Cavante Turpin suspended from the team for a DUI or DWI, one of the two. And he just played his heart out against OU. He was their offense, their special teams. He did everything. And now he's suspended. So, yes, they got issues. Yeah, he's – been arrested for assaulting his girlfriend and was charged a few months ago in New Mexico for assaulting a woman. This dude needs help. Yeah. Either that or needs to find some new friends. But, uh, yeah, TCU is imploding. And, and Gary Patterson is such a good guy, good coach. And now he's he's never been in this situation before. Like, what is going on? Do not know. I want to go back to the Cowboys real quick. Are they released? They got to release him, right? Terrence Williams. 
He's gone. They brought in another wide receiver. They have to release Terrence Williams. But can you be released while you are suspended? Or do you got to wait until you come back? Oh, no, you can get released. Oh, yeah, then it, that's got to happen. Oh, yeah. That has got to happen. Oh, they can they can screw you any any way you want it. You know what I mean? Ugh. They can <laughs> what? They'll screw you any way you want it. <laughs> oh when you look him when up. When you're injured, they'll fire you. They'll give you a little settlement. When you're suspended, they'll fire you. Apparently right now he's being investigated for an altercation with an Instagram model at a hotel. Yeah, he's got the last to go. 24 hours. So he can't stop. Yeah, can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, he needs to go. He's got to go. You, you, you hate that for people, but he gone! when you do things like that, he gone. Well, Gallup is coming. He looked well. Come on. He looked well. There's there's some there's some stuff to work with there. So is Amari What the hell Cooper, happened huh? to Alan Hearns? Wasted. I mean, when I had him in fantasy football in Jacksonville, catching passes from Poppin' Bortles, <laughs> he was he was doing better than he is now. So was the entire team. <laughs> the entire team was doing well. And he had a wide receiver on the other side named Allen Robinson yeah. that was stretching the field for him. That dude got me one point this weekend for the Bears. That's, first off, have you seen? Have you seen Trubisky? Yeah. Well, <laughs> have I you seen? inadvertently <laughs> left uh, T.Y. Hilton on the bench. Forgot to set my lineup. Inadvertently. Yeah, that happens, bro. Yeah. I got you. T.Y.'s back. <laughs> but, um, yeah, your Cowboys, Amari Cooper. I'm, like I said, I'm starting to understand it because, again. I just want to see separation. Can I see separation? Can we see a quarterback get it to him with separation? You know the Texas Longhorns can't even get separation, except for Duvernay. Oh, yeah. Colin Johnson can't get separation. Little Jordan Humphrey can't get separation. They separate when they catch. They mash you. I told you. They be punking people. Bully Johnson. Bully Johnson. Wow. Bully Johnson. Man, to hear you tell it, this Texas offense is unstoppable. No, 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 no. You ain't there. Punking people. Never. I'm talking about when they get the ball, they do damage. They just got to get the ball. And they've been getting the ball lately. And you see the results. The offense looks better. The running game opens up. If we can get Keontae Ingram the rock a little bit more, Trey Watson doing your little wheel route that you like, doing growing from his playing time. Now we need the wheel route to Keontae. Yeah, it'll happen. He's been working. They got some time. They had some time run, off. Run to the other side. Yeah, he can do that. But I need Keontae to get the rock a lot more. So – We'll see. Did you tell Tom that? I, you know, we're working on it. Our friendship is starting to blossom a little bit. All right. Yeah. I mean, you get what you demand. There it is. Well, I can't demand that. That that he he's sitting, and his paycheck decides that he can do a little bit more than me. Byoj. Yeah, I bring my own juice to the party, baby. Real good vodka. Oh, hello. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Hey, the Cowboys good- did release Bryce Butler though. Oh, shocker. Yeah, they brought him back. He never touched the field, I don't believe. And then they released him. 
That guy's as physical as a feather. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> All right. So Harge is getting excited about his Cowboys again. No. I'm just saying oh, I'm starting to see. It. You starting are. starting to see. You're excited. I'm starting to see. You're going to go buy an Amari Cooper jersey this afternoon. First off, never, ever, ever, ever. It might be a jersey t-shirt. <laughs> like LeBron. Jersey. A jersey, yeah. Like my LeBron shirt. Maybe that's why LeBron and them haven't won. I haven't worn it yet. I need to wear it's it. It's your fault, game. yes. It's, it's all me. Well, Superstition. What's wrong man. with you? I've been tripping, dog. Why haven't you been wearing it? Well, first off. The Lakers are 0-3. You better get on it. They play at 930, Chip. I understand. But that PJs doesn't mean that you can't wear your jersey. I'm like, can they play a game? You need to be wearing that like a pajama shirt <laughs> every <laughs> night. Oh, negative. Last, Sleep in it. Last thing before you go to bed, put <laughs> your like, jersey on. Yeah. And then go night-night. LeBron can't make no free throws. I mean, he's hey, just. Where are your, when's the Lakers playing next? They tonight? just lost last night to, uh, just, to I, the Spurs. I, I'm asking you when they play next. So I you know when you're going to wear your jersey. To bed. I'll make sure to take a picture they for play you. Play tomorrow against the Suns, nine o'clock. All right, tomorrow night you got to wear nine o'clock. Jersey. Yeah, Central Time. Right when you go yeah. to bed. Oh, playing the Suns, dude. You're never gonna see again. <laughs> you have to wear your jersey. I saw opening night. I saw the tip off, and I saw the fight. Not opening night, but the night that they played on Saturday night against the Rockets. I saw that. Yeah. Saturday they play against the Spurs in San Antonio. You should go in your in your jersey. Don't tempt me. That's 7.30. Don't tempt me. See? No, can't. Horns. 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 Oh, that's right. Priorities. Priorities. That's all right. Harge has four televisions in his living room. <laughs> why, he'll why, have, he'll why are you judging? He'll have one on the Longhorns <laughs> and one on his jersey. <laughs> why are you judging, man? All right. All right. We'll come back. We'll ask you, do you care? We'll do it next right here on Numb Chucks of Truth Tuesday. Brought to you by the All Night Happy Hour tonight at Cover 3. Numb Chucks of Truth Tuesday. Mari Cooper. <laughs> Come to say the Cowboys. Come oh, on. Please. Please. Make me make me want to, to watch every game to the very end. Did you see the highlights this past weekend? They showed Connor Williams tackling that dude a <laughs> thousand know. times. It's well, like, dang, man. Well, because the rook alone. They tried to make it seem like that was his fault. Like the reason why the Cowboys didn't look good. <laughs> What do you? Because he was tackling dudes. <laughs> sometimes, uh, you got, sometimes you got to make it do what you got to do. Again. <laughs> um, all right, let's, before we get into uh, do you care, let's go to Larry. Larry, what's going on? What's happening? Chilling. How y'all doing? How you morning? doing? Good. How are you? Um, and I'm horrible. <laughs> horrible. What? Horrible. Because, horrible. Well, first of all, the Longhorns. They're in a great position. They got everything in front of them. Uh, anybody on that schedule can beat them, and every game is going to be important because all it takes is one loss, and everything that they built up, all the assets, 
expectations that they have will go down the drain from any loss. And then you have to have your mind right because you might play Oklahoma again in the championship. But to the Cowboys, this Amari Cooper trade is ridiculous. Why would you give up a first-rounder for an unproven receiver? Yes, he did go to the Pro Bowl two years, but he has problems with his hands. So that means that you don't know what you're going to get. And also, he's going to be in the time period where his contract is up again, and you're going to have to pay him some real money. So you're going to pay this dude $12 million, $13 million, $14 million, and you're not sure if Dak can throw dudes open, and then you're going to have to pay him. So now you're looking at a situation where you would have been a player on free agency, but now you're going to have a bunch of money tied up in this dude where you're not even sure if he can catch the ball. Well, Thanks, Larry. Larry, when you put it like that, <laughs> Mar, they're gonna be just fine with that. I, I, like I said, like I said, what the beginning You're like of the I got show, rocks coming through my windows. What wide receiver as a top ten pick? Not saying I, I, they may not even be in the top ten, but it's it's looking like they may be in the top ten. Well, here's here's Larry's point. Antonio Brown was a sixth round pick out of Central Michigan, right? So they want the Cowboys. To find dudes. Find them. Evaluate. Find that talent. Develop that talent. And maybe Gallup is going to develop into something. They not. They need to work with them. There mm. needs to be some cohesion on that offensive coaching staff. There needs to be some vision. There needs to be some clarity about how we're going to run the ball, how we're going to throw it, how we're going to play action. And when that vision becomes clear, everybody sees it, everybody buys in, and then boom. You start to see it's kind of like Texas football. Okay? Tom Herman, great job putting Sam Ellinger in position to complete short and intermediate passes, keep the chains moving, keep the clock moving, possession football. It's going to get harder as the season goes on, but so far so good. And kudos, because last year we couldn't have said what the identity was of Texas, right. Texas's offense. Right. And after watching the Cowboys this past weekend, I don't know what the hell their identity is because Ezekiel Elliott got me five fantasy points. Yeah, and that, that should never happen. They should be using him like Saquon Barkley every week. Exactly. Throw it to him. <clears throat> run it to him. Pitch it to him. Do everything. He should touch the ball. Like to we've talked ball. about it 25 to 35, 30 times yeah. a game. He should touch the ball 25 to 30 times a game. Period. Yes. yes. Period. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, I'm not going to get in what you want. Lower than a crippled cricket's ass. <laughs> Low as a crippled cricket's ass. And, and that's, I get it. I, look, the Cowboys, Jerry Jones, when he said, I wish I could buy a Super Bowl. Remember when he said that? Yep. That was when it was over. That was when it was over. That's when it was he over. He keeps trying to buy his. He, he's, he's Daniel Snyder, is what he is. Yeah. He's trying to buy chemistry. He's trying to buy. Now. I'll say this. He, he did start to listen to the scouting department. We've been giving credit to the scouting department. They found those guys in the offensive line, Jalen Smith, Leighton Van Der Esch. Okay. Now they got to find that receiver and develop him. I truly believe I mean, Amari Cole Cooper. Beasley. I mean, you know. Oh, my goodness. That guy's That's a monster. Amazing. I truly believe that Amari Cooper is going to help the Dallas Cowboys, and I think he will be there for a while. He is a true number one. It is interesting, though, that he's not a natural pass catcher. Now, Terrell, right. Terrell Owens was not a natural pass catcher. Right. And he's top three in every stat. So there are guys with 
silky hands like Antonio Brown. And there are guys who just have a will to get their hands on that football. Sometimes it's a little ugly. Sometimes it's a little juggling. Sometimes the difficult catch gets made and the easy catch gets not made. It's like the routine ground ball. Sometimes you can get the ground ball and make a nice, you throw it into the stands, but you make a tough play and you get it back. Hey, so it happens. You sound like you speak from experience. Just a, my man. Just a couple times. Delicious. Yeah, I told you the story right, about, we... about me going from shortstop oh, yeah. to second base. All in one night. <laughs> Your whole career changed that night. Hey, uh, hard. <laughs> You'll be uh, starting at second base <laughs> next game. What? Uh, yeah. That's one too many throws <laughs> into the dugout. <laughs> All right, Harge, can I ask you, do you care? Felt like David Ash. <laughs> oh, what? what? Oh, David Ash. Oh. Why you, you got to bring the struggle bus into this? David Ash, great game. <laughs> oh. Better go to StarTechPC.com. <laughs> I still can't believe I saw him that night, the night before the Texas OU game. I bumped into David Ash. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, man, Dave, we were playing your StarTech commercial. He's like, oh, that was a career killer. I was like, wait, you had a TV career? I'm quarterback David Ash, and I get my computer and cell phones repaired at StarTechPC.com. Call 719 game 1,000. What is that voice? Max Headroom. That's awesome. Oh. Love me some David Ash. Oh. All right. Uh, we got one minute left, Hard. Okay. We could do it. We could do it at the top of the hour. We could do Do You Care? Red Sox <laughs> Dodge. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Right. We, can, we can go into that. But yeah, we're, we're both riding with the Red Sox. Yeah. Red Sox. I mean, Sox. they're the best team in baseball. They've been it all season. They have Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez. They beat our Astros. They, be- they beat our Astros. <laughs> my God. My man Verlander. <laughs> JV. He got robbed. Verlander got robbed. We didn't he- even talk about that. You were, you were upset on that third strike. That third strike and that ump said, ball. And then the dude <laughs> hits a homer. Ridiculous. Verlander oh. stared at that umpire like, I will cut you. <laughs> All right. It's bottom line. Nump Chucks and Truth Tuesday right here. On AM 1300, The Zone. Life happens for those that show up, and we're glad you showed up with us on Nunchucks the Truth Tuesday. My man, C. Breezy, Shannon B. Sweeney. We got the world's strongest man sitting in, listening in before he goes to work. And he beat me in fantasy football. And he, and he you know, he was real cool about it and didn't bring it up. So I appreciate that. He, I appreciate you. Oh, he, you got stomped? Oh, it was, uh, I thought I had a chance. Remember how you told me your score? Oh, yeah, I 152 I had a, to 88. I thought I had a chance until the game started. And then I realized that uh, I didn't. I'm everybody's homecoming opponent this year. <laughs> I'm, so? every, I'm everybody's slump buster. <laughs> oh, man. I get to play the kisses of death this week. Sometimes that's just how it goes down, man. It's just a day at the spa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk, let's talk some Texas football before we, get, before we get into uh, Do You Care. Daniel, what's going on? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Hey, so, you know, I was listening to that previous caller before the break. He was talking about Texas and, you know, they've that everything's at in front of them, which is true, but I'm just, you know, I'm going to be the other person that says, you know, if they just lose one game in this next five game stretch that they have, six game stretch, whatever it is. They're okay. 
you know, it would be in, it would end for them, and I feel like the fans would turn on them again just because I think nothing short of a playoff appearance or national championship appearance is what I think the Texas fans are expecting at this point. What are your guys' thoughts on that? I think there's a little more leeway than that. Yeah, I would agree with you. I, I think I think Texas fans have been slow to warm up to this team because they are so used to finding flaws or flaws emerging or heartbreak or as Harge always says, I've been hurt, man. Yeah, I've been hurt. I've been hurt. I think this fan base is starting to to warm up and like this team. Um you know, they like how their young players are emerging. Yeah. Guys like BJ Foster, Caden Stearns. The future is bright here. And I think that's what people are seeing. I think you're right. I think you said it. I think as <clears throat> Homer Harch, I'm going to put on the Homer hat right now, I am looking at it totally different than what I was looking at it before. You know, obviously everybody, that Maryland game kind of, yeah, oh. everybody was distraught was about flashbacks. that. Flashbacks. Right. But then Flinch. you start seeing it. You start seeing it. Week-to-week improvement. Week-to-week improvement. Every single week, this team has gotten better. Now, are we kind of frustrated on some of the things that happened in the second half of the games because they're not putting their foot on their throat and just running away with games? Sure. But at the end of the day, what have we been saying? He can be whatever and say whatever. Dubs matter. And right now, that's all the fan base cares about. The people that I talk to anyway, the ones that I'm hanging out with, they're like, they're winning. They're winning. They're finding ways to win. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When before, there was no way they would find a way to win. They would lose those games that were tight and close. They would find a way to give that game up. These guys are playing hard. They started that last year. They're finishing that. They're playing hard the entire game. And they never feel like they're out of a game. Think about your nickname for Colin Johnson. Bully. Last year, you wouldn't have called him bully. You'd have called him something else. Okay, That dude didn't block. He didn't fight. He played well against USC last year. And then and then it was like, okay, I did my thing in California. Yeah, you know, I'm a California kid. In front of my peeps. Even my at the beginning of this year, he wasn't blocking. Right. Now, he's trying to ragdoll people. Right. And you're like, okay, who who... Who who got to him? Right. Or maybe the contract year. Oh, I'm a junior. <laughs> contract I'm in a contract year. <laughs> yeah, it's time to get down to business. So you want to see that. You want to see players take that step across the board. Absolutely. Position by position, across the board. Andrew Beck, guy with two foot surgeries. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, tough guy spiritual leader, whatever, captain. That's nice. Yeah. Didn't think you'd be That's making nice. any plays. Right. And now Didn't he's think balling. you'd be making any plays. But third and 20, he's catching an 18-yard pass against OU to to go for it on fourth and two. And he didn't have a great game against Baylor, but 
you're going to have weeks. You're going to have weeks where it's a struggle. And I'm really curious to see how this team comes off of the bye week. Because are they a mature team? This is the question now. Okay. You've seen it. You're in the driver's seat. You've had some time to sit around. Idle hands can be bad. Yep. Let's see if they're a mature team. You come out of the bye. You're going on the road to a place against a school that currently owns the longest win streak against you at home. Five straight wins against Texas and Austin. Yeah. Okay, you better smack them around. Oh, and 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 there's a lot of opportunity there, like you said. You your mindset and getting to see if this team is mature enough to go out there and say, okay, just like the caller said, it's all in front of us now. How do we handle this? How how are we going to come back? and make sure that our focus is razor sharp. They have to be. They have to be because regardless of what's going on in Stillwater, whether we think that they can even play with this team, they're still going to show up, and they're going to be ready to go, and they're going to be motivated too because everybody brings their best shot against Texas. It's it's always happened that way. Well, and now when they're good. Right. That's what I'm saying. You, no matter really what, get yeah. it. I mean, focus for them is going to be the same way. And and I think that's a great point that you just made. How are they going to handle coming off of this bye? Is this going to be something that we can look at and say, man, Tom Herman's really good coming off the bye? Or is this something like, ugh, Texas still got a lot of work to do about learning how to handle success? And those were the things that I was talking about previously is like, they don't, they didn't know how to win. Now they're, learning how to win, but now how can they handle success? And that is the true part of that maturity thing that you're talking about. Are we going to handle success and make it still one of our own where we're going to continue to do this thing? Or is it going to be like up back to the drawing board? Well, and one of the things that this is one of the reasons that, that Tom Herman has been so committed to Sam Ellinger. Ellinger is a locker room policeman. He's a guy who if he sees you starting to fill yourself, fill yourself or drift, he's going to put you back in line. And that's what you got to have. You got to have players policing each other, players coaching each other so that they're a player-driven team. Yeah. If you're always going to be a coach-driven team, you're going to be Kansas. And that's that's the last place Texas wants to be. Ugh. So they got guys. They got mature young guys. The fact that, and we we mentioned this, we're going to mention it coming up in the next segment, about Caden Stearns and Chris Boyd being Thorpe Award semifinalists. Caden Stearns and B.J. Foster are mature beyond their years. They came in with a work ethic that was already of a junior or senior. Right. So the more guys you add to the program like that, Okay, then your culture really takes off. Because Alabama, Alabama, that culture is so ingrained. Those players walk in there. They know they're waiting their turn. They know they're having to do all the scout team. It's all part of it. I mean, Calvin Ridley. Oh, my man. Spent time on the scout team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, look, you got to get that culture in. Have to. And this is this is the week we find out if Texas is a mature team. Because after this, Oklahoma State's one of the worst teams in the conference right now. Right. After this, it's West Virginia, Texas Tech, Iowa State. Boom. 
then you really gonna know. And we're gonna find out. You going into the Big Twelve title game undefeated? Hey now. Or you going into the Big Twelve title game licking your wounds? Yeah. Hopefully they're going to the Big Twelve title game. No okay. doubt. No doubt. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk some Texas. TCU's a mess. We'll uh we'll hit on that as well. Man. It is a numb chucks of truth Tuesday, right here on the bottom line brought to you by Cover. Nub Chucks of Truth Tuesday, baby. Oh, um, yeah. Talking Cowboys, Mari Cooper, the trade. And does that improve the Cowboys? I believe so. And I'm going to continue to say that until it proves me wrong. And believe me. You know, I want you to hear. I want you to hear what our man Cameron Scooter thought about this Amari trade. And this is what fans all across Cowboy Nation was saying when it happened. Dad, we just traded for Amari Cooper. We gave them a first? No, this can't be right. This can't be right. Did we get like a second round pick back? Didn't we just give up a top 10 draft pick? We went in the Super Bowl. We could have got Josh Gordon for a fifth. I'd give up a 30 second overall pick for Amari Cooper. We don't have the best track record for trading for receivers. I'm still having nightmares about that Roy Williams trade. At least we didn't give up a first. What did Terrence Williams do? And a third. Hotel altercation. And a six. He's getting cut. And a seven. <laughs> this is Joey Galloway all over again. He's only 24 years old. He's already been to two Pro Bowls. The Eagles offered a second round pick. I'm glad the Eagles ain't get him. Sure. <laughs> We can't give up a first for Earl Thomas. He's the same age as Calvin Ridley. But we can give a first for Amari Cooper. Like we just drafted Calvin Ridley. We could have signed Dez for zero draft picks. Technically, we could still sign Dez. We got Beasley. Is this what Dak Friendly means? We got Gallup. We got Cooper. Show. Sure. Kind of excited about our receivers. Doesn't matter what receiver we have, if Dak is holding on the ball for 30 seconds. <laughs> Doesn't matter what receivers we have, if Dak is getting pressured every play. You trying to tell me Amari Cooper's not better than every receiver coming out of the draft? What did Saban tell Jason Garrett? On the bright side, Cooper needed to change the scenery. At least we can't lose next week. There it is. At least we couldn't lose this week. Bye week. Bye week, baby. Bye week. That's how Cowboys fans were reacting yesterday. Every you saw all kinds of range of emotions on that. And I at first I was like, what are we? Wait a minute. There's not a lot of wide receivers that we would be able to get early. The fact that we could have got a fifth round pick for Josh Gordon, why didn't they do that? Now we're giving up a first round pick for it? That's the only question that you could have. But at least you know this. Amari Cooper, from all accounts, hadn't had any trouble. He doesn't have any baggage with him. Yeah. The rest of you them Cowboys. You can't bring Josh Gordon into that right. halfway house. <laughs> not with not with that leadership. Not with Randy Gregory and Oh yeah. I mean David Irving. David Irving and Terrence Williams. Ugh. Take him into that, that wide receiver room together. Oh, no. No. All right. I I texted with Stretch yesterday, and I said, you like this? He said, yeah, uh, Cooper's a, a better grade than Calvin Ridley. So, if you like Calvin Ridley and what he's doing in Atlanta, then. Well, he's got a quarterback that can get him the ball, too. Now, you gave up a first-round pick. So, it's no. got to hit. It's got to hit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go to the phones, 390-Live, 390-5483. Rodney, what's going on? Hey, good morning, y'all. I'm so sorry I've been working late. Hey, man, what's, what's up, right, bro? Where you been? Just been working, brother, just like, you know. I, I mean, we've been I, waiting I, on you. <laughs> Come on, Matt. Chip, y'all, I got something to tell y'all. Listen, didn't I tell y'all when I saw that Oklahoma game, that defense still looked the same? Yup. I'm just saying, like. You get rid of uh, Mike Stoops, whatever the name is. 
they didn't really do nothing. Just TCU was just bad. I mean, I'm just being real. And for TCU to be bad like that, they still put points on. So you know. And another thing is Sam Ellinger and T. This way I understand why we can't. Like I told her about this. Why we can't line up on the center when it's third and one, and just put him up on the center and let him hand the ball off and do a power one like Baylor did. I like that. Okay. And I hang up and listen. Y'all have a good one, bro. Hey, Tom Herman. The first time he puts a quarterback on our center will we'll be, be the, the first, first time. time. <laughs> yeah. So that's just not his thing. I mean, they sh- they could and they should, and every team probably needs to have that where they just put the quarterback up on our center and let him just run in behind the the center like that big old scrum that we saw where they went for it on third and one, quick tempo, and picked up seven. Well, like I said before, the only thing that I'm worried about is now that he has been hit in that shoulder in those situations, he's got to get down. He has to get down. And this is something that if we're going to run quarterback sneaks and all this other stuff, remember the last time, didn't didn't Colt get dinged up running a quarterback sneak against Kansas? Uh, yeah, Kansas yeah. State. Kansas State, yeah. And, yeah, let's not run our quarterback that much. Let's just find moments. I know that's part of his offense. That's who he is. In those situations, here's the here's, little Jordan here's Humphrey. The dirty little secret. Tom Herman's quarterbacks get hurt. They miss time. A lot. So everyone that he's had. That's why you can look at Casey Thompson and Cameron Rising and say, We need three. <laughs> right. You're going to play. We need three. Man. So just know that. And they're starting to see. It. I mean, last year. What, Bouchelle started seven games? Yes, he did. So Yes, he did. Let's uh let's let's you know, let's not start seeing the sky falling. No doubt. Let's watch this thing play out because right now you got a team that's starting to to feel it, starting to believe. Give us something to believe in, man. Halfway through, baby. I mean, Halfway through. What 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 did what would you give this team's grade up until this point? B. Overall B. Yeah. Okay. Overall B. Not really putting putting teams away. Yeah. Um. That would be a B minus. Falling behind. That would be a B minus for me. Yeah. I just think that they. The thing about it is when you have those opportunities and the good teams do this, and, and, and again, we understand they're learning how to win and they're winning these games, you have to go for the juggler. You have to. Don't get conservative because when you get in those leads, it's because you have done so well. Don't, don't, don't take your foot off the gas. You're, you have to believe in your guys to understand that they're not going to turn the ball over. They're not going to put you in a bad situation. And when they do, Pump the brakes. Pump them. So Tom Herman's word of the season is finished. You know, With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
I think that they're finishing in a fashion that fans are happy with. Well, they're, I, they're finishing with a win. With the win. So, yes, we're happy. But going for the jugular, is that the finish? I think that's what that people would love to see. Well, see. the thing is, you against USC and TCU, they did. Yeah, they finished strong with that one. 34 they, straight points. I mean, I, I yes. They've done it. That's why, that's why people have seen it continue to have that pressure put on you to be able to do that. We, we've seen it with our own eyes that you are capable of doing that. And then you have games like Kansas State and Baylor. My point. You had an opportunity to run away with those. And then you had the combo platter against OU. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, man. Blow out. They need to what? be leaving. Then you post pictures okay, of people leaving. And oh, then yeah. all of a sudden, everybody's back inside. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, they were just going to get beer. Oh, they people, were looking for people beer. People were trying to blame me. <laughs> people were like, you just jinxed that. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Chip. He was just giving to people what they us. want. That's oh, all God, you were doing. They just doing. scored three straight touchdowns since you posted that picture. You were just trying to show the people what was happening. I'm like. That's all. I'm here. Let me show you what's going on. Oh, you fans are tapping out. Yeah. They were like, Chip Brown, you said what? We're not tapping out. Oh, I love fans. <laughs> Fans. Short for fanatic, baby. <laughs> All right, uh, Harge. Yep. It's a numb chucks of truth Tuesday. Here's the real truth. We'll be uh, back with the Harge Knox life. Uh, you're doing a lot better than TCU. I'm trying to. Can anyway. I just say that? I'm trying to. I'm trying to pay you a compliment. Thank you, sir. All right. Harge Appreciate Knox it. I said I'm trying. Next, right here. <laughs> On the bottom line, brought to you by Cover 3. Oh, yeah, baby. Harbaugh Harge. Got the Red Sox tonight. And for the series. And without further ado, the man we call Harbaugh Homer, halfway. <laughs> Just don't call him late. <laughs> it's Miller Lite, all right? We're my man. Too. That's right. Harch! Thank you, Chip. I appreciate that, my brother. And for those that don't know, I played minor league baseball for 13 years, and I, I was fortunate God enough to you. play. I was fortunate enough to play for a lot of teams, you know, and when I say it like that, I mean, organization wise, I was drafted by Montreal out of high school in the second round. Then I went to the Boston Red Sox and I played for the Red Sox and I was in AAA and played with Roger Clemens of all people. He, he came down for a rehab start. I played third base during that game and we were on ESPN two. That's when the two ESPN two started um, and they were, playing a lot of games, and I love that organization. Then I went on to play for the St. Louis Cardinals, and I finished my career with Wait, wait, the you played with Clements? I played with Clements. Everybody's getting wet today. Did everybody get wet? Everybody got wet, and nobody really wanted to mess with him because it was right after the strike, and there was a few players that uh, had went across that line. And, and, and oh, Clemens, he was plunking people. Oh, he was, not, he was not happy, but he was getting himself ready to get back to the big leagues, and and it was a good time. Learned a lot. Was with a lot of cool, cool people. Jose Canseco was uh, one of the players that ended up staying in AAA for a little while because he was rehabbing. He tried to get you to juice? No, he didn't try to get me to juice. But he did tell me, I, we were sitting in the locker, and I was like, it was payday. And I was like, Canseco, let me see that check, man. Let me <laughs> see that check. Because, I mean, by that time, he was really, really Jose Canseco. He wasn't. Mike Harge uh, in the minor league. <laughs> he was Jose Canseco, very established and was making a lot of coin. And I was like, let me see that check. He's like, you want me to sign it over to you? I'm like, let me see it. I was like, he's like, just pay me back whenever you can. I'm like, uh, 
I don't know if I'm going to ever be able Are to you pay kidding that. Me? No. He was that? No. Oh, man. Generous? Oh, big time. Big. T- I never, ever would get autographs from anybody. I got a Jose Canseco autograph ball, and I gave it to my one of my friends at Colleen that loved Jose Canseco. I never got autograph balls. I mean, I Kirby Puckett, Marquise Griffin, Pedro Martinez. Never, ever I got one from Jose Canseco. And then, of course, everything just went straight crazy. But he was like, yeah, man, I'll endorse it over to you. You just pay me back. I'm like, bro, you will probably end up killing me because I'm not giving that back to you. I promise you I'm not. I promise you. Because that was when he was making quite a bit of coin, and that was a two-week check. That was a two-week check. How much was it? It was $450,000. I was like, nah, bro, I'm cool. I'm going to go ahead and get my peanut butter and jelly over here. Hey, can you play my- Clubhouse, boy. I was just going to say, hey, can you play my clubhouse dudes, though? I'll let you do that for me. I'll let you do that. But I finished with the Yankees, and one of the things that that I've always thought about was the opportunity to, number one, I was so lucky and fortunate to be able to play as long as I did because at a certain age, they start looking at you as like, why are you here? Are you ready to coach? But I still offered something, and that was leadership. And the reason why I brought that up is because this is the time in that locker room that all those leaders, we talked about the maturity of being in this situation. A lot of those seniors, they don't know how to win either. I mean, they've been here through the losing times And last year was their first year to actually go to a bowl and have some fun and enjoy themselves. And now their goal, as our man, the young prophet, has said, it's already written. So for them to come out and be able to to show that they have learned a lot from Tom Herman, his staff, and the plan in place that they have. You and I were at Big 12 Media Days, Chip, and we looked at each other and we just said, if they're going to do something – This is the season for them to do something. And they have come out after that Maryland game. They've changed their whole season around. And people want to continue to bring up, well, that Maryland, that Maryland. Maryland was terrible. It was a bad situation, bad game, and that's that. Did you see Maryland get shut out by Iowa? Right, and they lost to Temple. You know what I'm saying? So you sit and you look at it, and you go, okay, where are they at? Well, they were 4-2. and I mean, they're, they're winning. But they have been shut out in other games. But Texas has learned from that. Tom Herman said in the locker room, and I was the first to say, this is crazy for him to say that. But now it makes sense because the goal is still in hand for him. He said, we still have our goals. We still, this is not going to make or break us. We still have our goals in front of us. And they have an opportunity to achieve these goals. And the leadership in that locker room, those guys walking around with those C's on their chest, they need to make sure that they bring everybody to be focused this week. And that's the reason why I brought that whole baseball thing around. That's the only reason why I would be able to play that long. If I was a detriment, if I was something, somebody that wasn't worth it or I wasn't as talented, they wouldn't keep me around that long. And I wouldn't be able to play that long. So I, I wear that as a badge of honor for me to be there. People are like, dang, you did that for a long time. I was like, I made good money when I did it but I was also one of the guys that I could sit there and I could always lean on somebody. So my experiences are a lot different than a lot of people's, but I enjoyed my time and I enjoyed the fact that I was considered a leader of the team. Hey, Joel Klatt wondered 
Yeah, exactly. What you didn't want to grow up? <laughs> I, I didn't. I Your did freaks need to leave. <laughs> that's what I was doing. Pretty much. Your freaks need to leave. <laughs> All right, that's good stuff right there, my man Harch. Appreciate um, it. We'll come back. We will. Uh, we'll get into what's trending. The Dallas Cowboys have a new number one receiver. <laughs> About time. We'll see if that uh, pays big dividends in that NFC least. Um, the Giants lose again. All right, it is uh, Number Talks of Truth Tuesday on the bottom line, brought to you by Cover. Number Talks of Truth Tuesday right here. Bottom line, brought to you by Cover 3. Phone number 390-LIVE, 390-5483. As we get into what's trending, we'll talk to John McClain. Uh, coming up in uh, you know a little less than 15 minutes, go inside with the first place Houston Texans. Four straight wins. Wish, what? Wish I knew what that felt like to be a Cowboy fan. Come on, man. It's about to happen, though. Kidding me? That's the first time Dak has lost to uh, the Washington Redskins. He was 4-0 going lot, into Arch. that game. 4-0. It's not his fault. It's not like he fumbled and they scored off of it. I think the problem was oh, wait. Jason Garrett didn't go for it. We could, probably could have won. can't believe you brought that up. <laughs> if he didn't go for it in the beginning, then we could have gone for it in the end. That's what you're saying? Yes, you got to pick your time right. Hey, can we move on to Amari Cooper? Please? Oh, my bad. My bad. I mean, don't you know the skies are sunny now? Well, we're hoping. I mean, not literally. I was going to say, not in Austin, Texas. Still raining. Have you seen his new picture in his Cowboys jersey? When he's wearing number 88? Is he 88 or is he still 89? I don't know. His face doesn't say I'm happy to be here. Did the Vikings or the Eagles win, Harch? Dallas Cowboys, man. They won. They won yesterday. yesterday. What number is Amari Cooper wearing? I don't know. I thought he was 88. Well, Salty just said she saw a picture of him in his jersey. What number is he wearing, Salty? Well, now i got to go back to it. Oh, my heavens. (laughs) Doing this show with a couple of... Lab mice. That's what we try to do, man. All right, let's uh, let's get into what's trending, my man. All right, uh, Caden Stearns. Love we a, it. We got a freshman and a senior. By the way, Mari Cooper's wearing eighty nine, according to Salty. And she, will, she would know. He will continue to wear the number he wore in Oakland. They should probably change that. But anyway, let's Why? go. Why he went to two Pro Bowls? He's he's been struggling six months older than Calvin Ridley. No, it's a good he's win. He's been struggling since John Gruden got there. <laughs> True. Because Gruden's been demoralizing Derek Carr into a bag of eggshells. And right. he's crying. He's getting he's in crying because he's getting injured. He knows Gruden's going to be mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to get injured. <laughs> get up, you baby. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm putting Connor Cook in. Oh, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Uh, uh, uh. You need a heavy bag at quarterback. <laughs> That's what done move under John Gruden. You know what you need? You need one of those remote control quarterbacks. Yeah, like that tackling dummy that can go real fast and Something get out that of can't the way. Listen, yeah. Something that has no ears. <laughs> All right, Harch. The Caden uh, Stearns and Chris Boyd. We got a freshman and a senior. Yeah. Thorpe Award semifinalists. Now, semifinals. We're talking about like a dozen dudes, but still, that's to, that's big. That's big to be in the naming in the dozen, and especially Caden Stearns, the Wolf. And I need people to start howling when he makes plays. But I I, I think that's you and Chris Boyd. What I should mean, it sound like? My voice is too deep. It won't be normal. But you do an Australian one. 
<laughs> what? Is this a rice owl? <laughs> you gotta make it. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. I mean, really? Is that hard? Your voice? You're deep. It's you're deep, deep, though. It'll what? be. I mean, what well, was I was that? trying to a do it on <laughs> A cricket? Good love heavens. it, cricket, baby. Love it, cricket. Holy. Oh, that was I love the worst it. wolf I've ever heard. It's the Wall Street one. It'll be like a... Mm. Hey, you need to make a promo out of that. <laughs> no, dude. Salty. Not. That was the worst wolf sound I've ever heard. You're you're like, he's a wolf at DKR. People need to be hollering for him. What's okay, she, Harge, what should it sound like? That need was, animal sound that training. Was, that was because uh, I was trying to make it Australian. Here it is. <clears throat> oh! Oh, excuse me. It's excuse going me. Yeah. That wolf's excuse smoking. <laughs> oh, excuse he needs to quit smoking. That wolf's a pack a day. Nothing above him. Might be two pack a day. Oh, my goodness. Oh. oh, my. All right, people. Sorry. Don't. Don't. Is don't, it Thursday? Don't do as he does. Do as he says. Oh. Just howl. But, when but, he makes a play. But Chris, Chris Boyd. the wolf of DKR. We, ex, we expect. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Expected him to be on that list. We were hoping that he was. Coming in with the season with all the hype that he had, we expected him. We did not expect Caden Stearns to be We didn't know player. what to expect. Right. He was, I thought. I'd, Number one safety recruit in the nation in 2018, but we didn't know. We didn't know how that translated to the college game. I might get one thing right on my yeah. pick. You called that was your guy. That was your it from the very surprise beginning. Surprise player. Yep. And I like him. I mean, every day he's getting better and better and better. And you can see it on the film. You know, does he make some mistakes? Absolutely. That's just what you're gonna learn from. But he makes plays and he makes big plays. And that's what you expect from your safeties. Caden Stearns. <clears throat> he is uh mature beyond his years. He He's hard on himself. He's self-aware. His older brother, Jordan Stearns, played safety at Oklahoma State. So you got a little in-family. I mean, family's family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, nowhere to go but up for Caden Stearns. And already making an impression, he's leading the team in interceptions with four, and they've been big. They've been big. Timely. Been big. Timely. Timely. Big time. His, uh, and I still think he should have had that touchdown before he run out of bounds at the goal line. Against TCU. Yeah. Extend, baby. Finish that one. Oh. Finish that one. Coach him. Yeah. Coach him up hard. Get there. Get there. Yeah, Caden Stearns, he uh, – that interception was huge. Yeah. Because his second interception in the TCU game – Returned it to the two, punched it in for a touchdown. That started the avalanche. Yeah. That ultimately took Texas from down 16 to 10 to 31-16. And then Brandon Jones intercepted right after that. So it was big. It was momentum Yeah, that changing. game was not going in the direction Texas wanted it to go at that point. At 16 to 10, there was a couple of stalled drives. They needed that play. 
They needed that play. No doubt. No and doubt. Caden Starnes. Now, yeah, rough, rough game against Oklahoma. Yeah. Took a couple, couple bad angles. But, look, you're going to – Kyler Murray's going to make some people look silly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that whole offensive side of the ball. And that's the thing. We have Rodney call in talking about that defense not going to look – it's going to look the exact same at Oklahoma. Like, yeah, but they got Kyler Murray in that offense that can score just one more point. Isn't that what Tom Herman said? We just got to score one more point every game. One more point than the other team, and that's a win. And so Kyler Murray and his offense finds a way to score one more point. What's going on with Kyler Murray? His own teammates don't sit next to him on the bench. Well, he probably don't want them. They don't have enough money to sit by him. He's got his security blocking it all. Is he kind of a... I mean, he seems to be to himself, man. Diva? Well, I mean, he's probably on the phone doing some other things, working some things out, man. They help him up off the ground, well, that's Sam for sure. Sam tried to wish him happy or good game, and yeah, he, Kyler's like, what are you doing? First loss. Sam's like, take that L, bizzle. <laughs> bizzle nizzle. First loss, baby. First loss. He, don't know, he didn't know how to handle you it. You almost want Texas and OU to meet up again. In the Big 12 title game, just to not almost. You definitely want that game. Just to see 11 and one go at each other. What did Fox Fox? Uh, what they get on their ratings? Most watch game of the season. And and I think in the last couple like, years, yeah. So yeah, you want that game. You definitely want that game. In Jerry's world, that means you're gonna get more people in there. Whew. Okay. Yeah, Nothing will touch that atmosphere at the State Fair. I agree with you on that part, but if we move this back for the title is on the line. Oh, it changes things. Okay. It changes things. Her- Herman, Herman, get this team focused. Shall lead Cameron Dicker from 40 yards away for University of Texas Red, Red River, River Immortality. immortality. He hit it. <laughs> All right. That's you a great love call. that call. I, I mean, I, I have no choice but to love it. It's getting there. The more I listen to it, the more I listen to it, the more it's Good like, Good yeah. heavens. It's like a great call. What is your heart so play made it of? More. Your heart made of stone? It's negative. No, my heart's not made of stone. Your heart just, made of stone? It's not, it's not, you know, it's just like whatever. It's um, not even limestone. It's not even porous, you know. It's made of charcoal. that water down in. Uh, I'm giving out charcoal for Christmas, dog. The Devil's River region. I'm giving out coal, bro. You're giving out coal. Straight granite. Don't come to my house trick-or-treating. That's what you're getting. Coal. What's wrong with you? <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll turn Hard's heart light back on. Come on, please. John McClain, we're talking NFL. Come on. Numchucks the Truth Tuesday. Texans Tuesday. Right here on the bottom line, brought to you by Cover 3. In the immortal words of Judy Brown, happiness is a choice. We're happy you're spending some time with us. Numchucks of Truth Tuesday, Texans Tuesday, first place Texans. Let's talk to our Texans insider, our NFL insider, our Houston insider. Screen Actors Guild actor, great movies like Cook County, uh, the one and only John McClain. John, how are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Well, how about them Texans, baby? Do you know how hard it is to win a game in the NFL? 
There's a lot of teams every weekend. If we stayed one ugly, that's what the Texans are doing. They're playing great defense right now. Went to Jacksonville. Of course, Blake Bortles out of the game, 6 of 12, and their defense has dominated the last three games. Now they've got Brock Osweiler coming back to Houston in a Thursday night nationally televised game in which they can go 5 and 3 at the midway point, which would be pretty amazing considering their 0 and 3 start. Yeah, I mean, things are, you, you ever start to think things are starting to go our way? Brock Osweiler coming back to Houston as to play the role of Pinata for the uh, Texans? Well, he's played really well the last two games. His rating is 107. He beat Chicago. Uh, they got beat up by Detroit at home Sunday, but he had two touchdowns, no interceptions, a rating of 114. So Brock, when he was here that one season, his rating was 72. He had 15 touchdowns, 16 interceptions, and a well-publicized, turbulent relationship with Bill O'Brien. O'Brien and Deshaun Watson have a great relationship, but that's not the way it was with Osweiler, and they wanted him out of town so bad. They sent him to Cleveland, gave Cleveland a second-round pick, got a four in return, and Cleveland took the last $16 guaranteed on his 37 million guaranteed and the Texans freed up 10 million in salary cap space so uh they couldn't wait to get him out of town he's bounced around he went from Denver to Houston to Cleveland to Denver to Miami and maybe he's found a home with Ryan Tannehill having a shoulder injury but Adam Gase their coach in no uncertain terms has said when Tannehill is healthy he is the starter all right, so last thing on Osweiler, was that the was that one of those Rick Smith Bill O'Brien fights where Rick Smith no. who wanted Osweiler? No, both, of, both of them wanted Osweiler. Okay. There's a lot of revisionist history going on out there nationally that uh O'Brien never wanted him and Rick Smith did, but as somebody who was there covered it, yes, they both wanted him and uh it didn't work out. We're talking to John McClain. And, John, I want to ask you about Deshaun Watson uh, riding a bus to Jacksonville last week. But not only that, what is going on with that offensive line? Because it seems like he is running for his life every play. Well, they're coming off their best game. They sacked one time. He was hit five. Four of those were his fault. The people are killing the offensive line, and they deserve it. But a lot of them are Watson. If he's in the shotgun and he doesn't see a receiver open and he's supposed to get rid of the ball quick, instead of just throwing it away like they want him to, he holds it and starts moving around trying to find a receiver. And even sometimes when he does, he still gets knocked down. So a lot of what's happening his fault. The offensive line had its best job of run blocking. Lamar Miller had 100 yards, so... I actually gave them an A minus in my report card. How about that? All right. So, what about the bus trip, John? I mean, tell us what really happened here. Watson has a partially collapsed lung, which sounds terrible, but it's not. He can play with it. He has a cracked rib, which I I think you tape those up, and they might shoot him up. I don't know. They don't tell us. Anything, and then he has a really bruised 
chest, the sternum. So because of the partially collapsed lung, and I read up on this, air pressure, you're not supposed to fly for two weeks. Well, that they have their next game is uh, Denver, and he'll be fine by then. So they gave him the option of staying home and not playing or taking a luxury coach to Jacksonville. He said, I want to play. So they gave him the strength and rehab coach, security guy, uh, one other guy, and he had a big fancy coach. We should all be so lucky. Players were talking about, man, they'd like to have gone on that coach and relaxed, although it's 12 and a half hours. <laughs> so he came back after the game, made it back yesterday for the meetings, and that was a one-shot deal. So it was like a tour bus, like like Garth Brooks or something. Yeah, I, I'm not exactly sure what it was, but it wasn't just a Greyhound. Yeah, yeah, not bad. <laughs> See, Harch? That's what I said. John, I want to ask you about the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, what is going on in there, and why can't they seem to figure it out? DeAndre Hopkins did his thing as usual. You know, the team looked a lot better, but they have been giving it up. I mean, they gave up 60 points in the last two games and only scored 14. What do you think the situation is in Jacksonville? Their their offense has been terrible. They don't have Leonard Fournette, so they don't. Last year, they had one starter out. And I thought, what if the Texans only had one starter out last year for the full season? They've been a little better. So the odds were they're going to have some injuries this year, and they have. And uh, Leonard Fournette doesn't give them the running game they want. And Blake Bortles had a couple of good games this year, but he's had three bad ones in a row. They've had injuries in their offensive line. And their defense has not dominated. They got all the players back. They got the same coach. During the game, we saw a fight between uh, defensive end Calais Campbell, a team leader and one of their best players, and uh, uh, Yannick Ngagwe, their other defensive end. They were getting into it on the sideline, and then the media was allowed in too soon after the game and they saw them going at it and having to be separated, and then the media was told to get back outside. So Jalen Ramsey said, you know, that he was basically blaming things going on behind closed doors. And I'm sure the players were not real excited when Doug Marone told them that uh, Blake Bortles will be starting the next game in London against Philadelphia. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Healthy because the Texans just got all over him early and often, and he lost two fumbles to set up a touchdown and a field goal. So their offense has been terrible. A receiver who had 187 yards at a touchdown against the Texans last year, Keelan Cole was wide open and dropped two first two passes thrown to him. So they're, they look look like they're in on the verge of implosion. And this time last year, going into this last game, they were 3-3, three and three, same thing. But uh, Texans went over there and put it on them, and 
left them in a state of turmoil. Well, um, John, what should Texans fans be excited about regarding their first-place team, and what should they be concerned about? They should be excited about the fact they're playing against the Dolphins and Osweiler, which makes this Thursday night game even more interesting here, and a chance to be 5-3 and three in the midway point of the season and in first place alone, again, as they are now, because the Titans and Jaguars both lost three in a three in a row titans lost a heartbreaker in sandy in london to the chargers but you got to be concerned about the offensive line you got to be concerned about uh the health of deshaun watson and they've now lost four quarterbacks and they moved kareem jackson from safety back to corner and he's been playing great so is jonathan joseph their other starter but they lose them i don't know what they're going to do but the defense has been playing really really well um. All right, we'll uh, we'll come back with John McClain, find out what uh, he thinks about the Nick Foles curse regarding the Eagles, and you know, <laughs> and the Cowboys yep. trading for Amari Cooper. We'll uh, we'll be right back with John McClain on the bottom line. Brought to you by Cover Three. All right, Nupchuck's the Truth Tuesday. We are talking to our Texans insider, NFL insider, John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. Uh, he just gave you the breakdown of Deshaun Watson's uh, bus ride to Jacksonville and back. Uh, but John, the Cowboys trying to trying to get a spark, something for that offense. They trade a first round pick for Amari Cooper of the Oakland Raiders. Your thoughts? First of all, I thought they got screwed in Washington by that call on the snapper. That was just ridiculous. Every mm. center does what he did. And um, I'm sure that their personnel people looked at the draft and what they think about the receivers in this class and probably figured it's not going to be a really good draft. And, they, you know, they've still got a chance to win the division. So they figured that Cooper, while not great, is better than what they had. So uh, they made the deal good. Jerry Jones is, boy, when he's traded for receivers in the past, Roy Williams, Joey Galloway, that hasn't worked out the way they wanted. Amari Cooper to get out of Oakland and the cesspool over there, he should be very happy because the NFC East is not good and it's still winnable by the Cowboys. Yeah, that is definitely no doubt. So with this happening – what are they going to do to make roster moves? Obviously, Terrence Williams is on the suspended list, but he's also just had another altercation. They just released Bryce Butler. But the problem is this. They need to get the ball to Ezekiel Elliott more times than what they're giving it to him. They do, and I couldn't believe the yards and the carries I saw on him Sunday. He should be touching the ball 25 times a game now. When a team like the Texans does a great job and shuts him down, you have to have alternatives. One of the things is to use him more as a receiver, and he was getting the ball as a receiver. The game before they played the Texans, he had 88 yards, I think. And then uh, they haven't figured out a way to get him the ball out of the backfield when teams shut him down. And until Scott Linehan does, all the emphasis is going to be on him, and rightfully so, because he is by far their best weapon. You know, that Prescott threw for a lot of yards Sunday, 
And but I don't know that that's what they want. You know, they need for him. They need for Dak Prescott to make Ezekiel Elliott the focal point of that offense. Talking to John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, we're talking NFL. And, uh, John, I I said the Eagles didn't treat Nick Foles right, you know, in the offseason. Didn't give him that nice contract, even if it was just a little something-something. And now I said the Nick Foles curse was going to hit him. They were up 17-zip on Carolina at home, and they lost. And Carson Wentz fumbled at the end. Your thoughts on the Eagles? Well, that was shocking. Just shocking. If it had happened in Charlotte, I wouldn't have been surprised. But when it happened in Philadelphia, can you imagine the fans, Mm. their reaction? Because they make sure that they know exactly what they think. And so I didn't pick them to win the division. I picked the Cowboys. I still don't think, I don't believe yet in the Redskins and Jake Gruden. So the division is there for whoever gets hot over the second half of the season. And one of the reasons I didn't pick the Eagles, post-Super Bowl hangover, of course, but also because they lost their offensive coordinator and their quarterback coach, who had a whole lot to do with Wentz's success and the success of that offense during their 13-3 and regular season. And so Doug Peterson has not been able to make up for the loss of John DiPolippo and Frank Wright. So I think the Eagles are going to struggle. I thought their defense would be better. Just can't imagine that defense blowing that game. But give credit to Cam Newton and the Panthers' offense because when they had to do it there in the second half, those were long drives, not like turnovers returned for touchdowns. We're talking to John McClain. And, John, I want to ask you about the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, They have weapons upon weapons upon weapons, but – can you speak to the fact of Patrick Mahomes and what he's doing with that offense and how he's using those weapons? It is amazing, Mike, the way he is in his second season has learned to spread around the ball. Andy Reid is doing a fabulous coaching job of Mahomes and their offense. You know, they loaded up with speed, speed, speed to take advantage of Mahomes' great arm. You saw a great touchdown pass Sunday in which a guy had his hand on Mahomes' right arm at the fast rusher, and he just pulled away. So I can't wait. I wish they were on TV every week. Even though they lost by three in that game at New England, I'm not so sure they're not the best team. I think if they played in Kansas City right now, the Chiefs would win. Ooh, I'll tell you what. Um, you know, John, when I look at the uh, New Orleans Saints, it's this great story, right? Drew Brees is having this this uh, sort of rocking chair tour, but they're in first place. I mean, what do you make of the Saints? Well, first of all, I think they're great. To go into Baltimore and win, and uh, Baltimore had not given up, I think, a touchdown in the second half of any game this season, and Drew Brees helped them win that game in the second half. Uh, I believe, I can't remember, did the Saints play the Chiefs? I can't remember if NFC South is playing the AFC West, but it's fun. And as far as rocking chair, the way Drew Brees is playing, he can play another five years. Yeah, they're playing the AFC North. So Okay, well, that's different. They got, it's, um, I, 
they haven't played Pittsburgh yet, have they? They, no, they have haven't. not. They've played the Browns and the Ravens. Well, that's a tough the, the best division to me is the NFC South. you got three teams that can win it. Atlanta won last night. Falcons have won two in a row. Tampa Bay broke its losing streak. It's three and three. And, of course, New Orleans and Carolina are the best. And I still think the Saints should be favored to win it. All right. Wow. And uh, I don't look now, but the uh, the Detroit Lions, you know, I mean, Matt Patricia. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm just saying. Hard just making fun of me. But the, the NFC North, Vikings are 4-2, and two, and the Packers and Lions and Bears all have three wins. They, have stayed, they are staying in the race. At three and three, three and two since that debacle first game of the season against mm. the Jets. And uh, they've got a running game. First time they've had a running game with Carry on Johnson, a rookie from Auburn. He just if they can run the ball anywhere close to the rest of the season, the way they ran it Sunday in Miami, they got a chance to, to come I don't think they're gonna win it. Minnesota's hot. But Minnesota's going to what? To play New Orleans this weekend? Yep. And so I think the Lions are still in the playoff race. All right. And Texans, you think the Texans take care of business against uh, Brock Osweiler and the Dolphins? I think they will. They'll be 5-3. and three. Then they have that long break after the Thursday night game. Then they go to Denver. Then they have their bye. So they play one game in 24 or 23 days, and that'll be good for their health. But they got to win this one and beat the Brockster. The Brockster. Hey, John, you're the best. We'll talk to you next week. Guys, thank you very much as always. Appreciate it. John McClain breaking it down. Texans insider, NFL insider. First place Texans. You hear him right here on AM 1300 The Zone. They'll be taking on the Dolphins in a Thursday night game. 720 on Fox. There it is. And then they'll play the Broncos. On November 4th, and they won't play again until November 18th. Ooh. One game in 23 days. Time off. That's amazing. That's some good time off right there. That's some good time off right there. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll come back, get a chip shot right here in the bottom line on a Nunchucks of Truth Tuesday, brought to you by Cover 3. Oh, yeah. Whenever that pot comes on, I'm always like, man, my man Chip knows what beat to have going all the time. With his commentary for the day, I call him Great Hills Brown because, you know, that's just who he is. But it's my boy, Chip Brown, with his chip shot. Thank you, uh, Harbaugh Harch. You and I are both on the Red Sox tonight. Yep, yep, yep. Um, your former club. Oh, yeah. Pawtucket. Pawtucket Red Sox, baby. Okay. Um, and, folks, today's podcast is worth a listen just to hear how bad Hardball Harge's uh, wolf howl <laughs> was. Hey, don't judge, man. My, my voice. My voice. Oh, man. It's a little, a little rough. I couldn't get to where I needed to. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh. What? Can't believe you just went there. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. So, here's, here's the deal. I'm going to tie the Cowboys and the Longhorns in together here. And we're conditioned to think a certain way because, as my man Harge says, we've been hurt. We've been hurt. We've been hurt, man. We've been hurt. And so Cowboys fans, they don't know what to do. 
They don't know whether to laugh or cry. But the bottom line is they have three wins. And they're one and one in the division. And the Redskins have four wins. And if not for a horrible call on the long snapper, we might have a different outcome uh, in this past game at Washington. But it's not over. It's not over. The NFC least is still up for grabs. It's still going to be determined in the second half of the season. And now the Cowboys have Amari Cooper. Well, guess what? We are conditioned to believe because of awful trades made in the past for receivers, like the Joey Galloway trade, two number one picks for a guy who ended up making business decisions in the Lenny and Squiggy era. Nice guy. I covered him. Nice guy. But, I mean, if he had to go over the middle in the Campo era, mm. uh, alligator arms for sure. T-Rex arms. Uh, Roy Williams. So, we're, we're immediately suspect. And then we hear that who else was in the bidding? Someone else was offering a second-round pick? Eagles. Allegedly? Yeah, Eagles. So, the Cowboys are like, okay, we'll give you a first-round pick. And the Eagles, didn't they just get Alshon Jeffrey back? And yeah. don't they still have Nelson Aguilar? Aguilar? Yeah. I mean, no, so, they got players. So here's the deal. Now you add Amari Cooper to the mix. Okay, Amari Cooper knows what he's doing. He's been to a couple of Pro Bowls. You need a guy in the room who can lead. You need a guy in the room who can help develop a guy like Michael Gallup. You gotta have player leadership. It was always funny to me that the Cowboys would keep drafting tight ends. I mean, look at all the times the Cowboys drafted a tight end going back to, like, 2004. Yeah. Escobar, Hannah. um, And Hannah was good. Hannah was good. Yeah. And on and on. There's a bunch of them I can't even think of right now. But I've always said if the Cowboys drafted a quarterback every time they drafted a tight end, they never would have paid Romo the worst contract in sports history. hundred million with 50 million guaranteed to a 30 something quarterback with back issues. Uh, and it proved to be the worst contract in history, but I'm going to try and look at this from the bright side. Okay. Okay. Cowboys have one of the best running backs in the league. They have one of the best offensive lines in the league. Uh, Connor Williams is, is growing. He had a tough day against the the Redskins. They keep showing that play where he tackled the guy mm, mm, uh, mm. over and over again. But, I mean, think about it. Mm. The Cowboys are without a player who's got a autoimmune deficiency, yep. who's a pro bowler. So they're having to overcome some stuff. They're having to figure it out. Everyone's doubting Dak Prescott, and trust me, if you've ever lived in Dallas or spent any time in Dallas, all you hear on the radio is Cowboys. Yep. Cowboys got it all covered. And it, it's psychoanalyzed to death. Dak Prescott has to tune it out and, and continue to improve and continue to lead. Let's hope Amari Cooper, a guy who's won a lot because he went to Alabama, can come in and help lead a guy like Michael Gallup and and 
help develop that position group? I think so. And again, I think this is going to be a good fit because everybody keeps saying he's not this, he's not that. Well, they're not. Derek Carr does not even have time to throw the ball to him. Once they lost Michael Crabtree last year, or this season, Cooper's numbers came down because there's no help. Right. There's no Everybody's help. He's shading to his yeah. side. And we can question his hands at times, but here's the deal. If given the opportunity, and this is an opportunity for him to come in, although we question it and we still have some doubts because of because of our past experiences with some of former wide receivers, first round talent wide receivers, you you you're hesitant. But I think this is going to be a good fit. And trust me when I say, y'all know, I'll be like, nope, nope, nope. I'm down. I'm down with this. I'm down with this move. Yeah, need some help. And we heard John McClain bring it up again. There's not a lot of talent that's on this board for wide receiver that someone will say is worth that type of pick. And he's only 24 years old and been to two Pro Bowls, two. And look, if he proves to be big time, Cowboys are gonna have to pay him. Yeah. So and we know that they will. And they they went through that with Dez. But if the guy's a good character guy and he's not giving you any issues off the field, he's making plays for you on the field, he's helping develop a guy like Michael Gallup, then he's worth the money. Yep. So we shall see. I'm trying to be positive, Harch. I, I appreciate that. Turn on my heart light. Hey, a little flicker. I see a flicker. And the reason I connected it to the Longhorns is because we saw the receiver position develop big time this year. We saw a team that was sort of lost at that position last year, and now – they're found. Yep. All right. I'll it dig is, it. Uh, Number Chucks of Truth Tuesday. We'll come back, give you a couple nuggets, send you off to Dan Patrick. It's all brought to you by Cover 3. All right, we got a question from Larry Ooh! from Kingwood. I'm, ho- I'm hungry like the wolf. Well, that hurt right there. I'm hungry like the well, wolf. That well, was, that was a better howl than the <laughs> owl sound you made earlier. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Seriously. This is, this is what we said. <laughs> Harch, what should the howl sound like inside DKR when the wolf of DKR, Caden Stearns, makes a play? I was, that was my... I was like, what is that? An owl? Know. Oh, my Lord. What What was that? What was that? What was that sound? Was that? Can you please delete that from the record? Uh, I would like that strike from the record, please. It's a permanent promo we have. <laughs> oh. Uh, go ahead and finish the question, Chip, please. Yeah. Oh, uh, Larry from Kingwood wants to know if Malik Jefferson has played a down in the NFL. Now, have you looked this up? I did look. You looked? There's no stats on Malik Jefferson. Not one. Said no stats available. None. So, he's still, what, learning? Um, getting the system? Still trying to work through this, find out what's going on. I don't know if there might be an injury involved, but he has zero stats available. Okay, so here's an interesting – this was at the end of September on uh, one of the Bengals' websites. Why isn't Malik Jefferson getting a shot, Um, especially after the Panthers ran for 230 yards earlier? Uh, Hardy Nickerson, Jordan Evans, and Nick Vigil. Yep. And Vincent Ray have – 
been holding down things while Preston Brown and Vontez Perfect were out. I mean, they got a bunch of veterans. Yep, a lot of veterans. So Malik's going to have the advantage of learning and being brought along slowly. I would imagine, I haven't looked, but I'd imagine there's a contract coming up for one of those dudes. Preston Brown, who played for Charlie Strong at Louisville, is uh is legit, and Vontez Perfect is part of the uh, the character crowd that the, <laughs> that the Bengals keep bringing Always in. Always seem to find a way to bring I mean, those guys in, huh? Good heavens, <laughs> Ray Maluga, Pac-Man Jones, high, uh, high character, learn Tank learn. Johnson, you you name it. Mike <laughs> Mike Zimmer used to be the warden of oh, that yeah. defense. He could he made. Something out of something. You know what I mean? For sure. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, there you go. There you go, Larry. Hope that helps. Yeah. All right, Harge. So, I mean, we got the World Series game one tonight. You're going to go to sleep in your LeBron jersey because <laughs> your Lakers are now 0-3. Yes. You have not worn your LeBron jersey. And I think that's been the problem. And now it's going to be your night shirt. Because yep. you don't stay up late enough to watch the Lakers, so you still just need to support them while you're sleeping. Yeah, I will. I will watch tip off. I will always see the tip. Then after that, it's over. Yeah, because they call a timeout, and I'm like, hey, I can get a couple winks right now. And then you wake up, and, and then it's, it's time to come to the studio. Four thirty. <laughs> hey. It's time to go to the studio. Then Sports Center saying LeBron missed two free throws, and it's like, man, because I'm not wearing my jersey. So I'm out to wear it. I'm out to wear it. Big practice day for the Longhorns today. It's Bloody Tuesday where they go full pads and beat each other's brains in. So we'll see how that how that looks uh, for Sam Ellinger, who's going to be full pads today, see how he throws it. Tom Herman said somewhere between 25 and 50 passes. They got him on the throwing program. Right. There's a protocol for uh, – what do you call them? Over the over the top throwers. Over the top throwers. Yeah, with an AC sprain in their throwing shoulder, so they're trying to adhere to that, so they don't aggravate anything. But Tom Herman said we'll have a better idea after Tuesday's practice how things are looking, and then really on Thursday. Yeah, because then you will have had time to see how the shoulder reacted to all the activity, and he was throwing with a Nerf ball first, right? You don't want to, you don't want to stress it. Yeah. Sometimes the Nerf balls stress it because you're not used to throwing them. When I you used to try to grip them, but you gotta be smooth with it. So hopefully everything's okay. As he said, he's on he's on track as far as the protocol is. He's on schedule for everything that's going on. So hopefully he'll be ready to play. You remember when I threw that football through the target at State Fair of Texas? You didn't use much of your shoulder or your arm. It was more touch. like your wrist. It's called touch. Oh, okay. You you led the ball through. My point that. is this. <laughs> when you want to make a Nerf ball knife through the air, yeah. you don't try to throw it hard. You try to spin it. Oh, okay. And that's what you did. To that's what I the did, wrist, man. man. That's it. Listen, I played. I was third-string quarterback on the uh, high school JV team. You know what I mean? How many, how many plays did you get? And then I went up to varsity. I played wide receiver. How many passes did you get? Three. We were an option team. <laughs> three. I caught three passes. I caught three passes. Then my dad was like, what are you doing? You're a tennis player. 
I was like, that's true. And the coach isn't putting me in. I got things to do. Yeah. Three, three, okay. You know. Thought you were going to tell me I was thirsty. I was a holder for the extra oh, yeah. points. You'll find me in the team photo. Okay. You know. All right. Number 85. 85. Eight, picks where didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. I'll need picks. Now I Tomorrow, go. bring them. Yeah. Ocho Cinco. I had a fair faucet haircut. I know that. <laughs> it was not a good look. Uh, 80s. What can you say? Yep. Yep. Uh, you got any tickets to the Loverboy concert yet? No. I, I, it's coming up, Harch. I thought they were ordered. Are you going with me? Are uh, we going together? I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. No. What? <laughs> no. We could bond. Hard pass. Hey we, hey, we can meet at cover two, three, four, five, six and sit down and bond. I'm not going to see Loverboy. What if I pay? No. I don't want you wasting your money on that. We're not going? No, not with Hardball. You might be able to go with Salty. Salty seems like she would like that. She needs to understand mm-hmm. what was going on. Salty hates the- everything that I like. <laughs> Loverboy? Loverboy. He's still working for the weekend. Haven't you figured out she likes you more than me? I'm still working on that one. Just because you don't come around when we're hanging out. What? <laughs> yeah, you're always busy, Chip. Playing in your country club Planning championships. Parenthood. Yeah. Trying not to country fail. Country club. Parenthood. Trying to fail not fail at life. Hey, thanks to John <laughs> McClain. Thanks to uh, everybody who was a part of this one. Thanks, Salty Harch. And the immortal words of our brother from another mother, Sean Adams. The dream is free. The hustle sold separately. Go to work. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.